Chapter 10, Section 4, 19th Century Progress Setting the Stage The Industrial Revolution happened because of inventions, such as the spinning jenny and the steam engine. By the late 1800s, advances in both industry and technology were occurring faster than ever before. In turn, the demands of growing industries spurred even greater advances in technology. A surge of scientific discovery pushed the frontiers of knowledge forward. At the same time, in industrialized countries, economic growth produced many social changes. Inventions make life easier. In the early 1800s, coal and steam drove the machines of industry. By the late 1800s, new kinds of energy were coming into use. One was gasoline, made from oil, which powered the internal combustion engine. This engine would make the automobile possible. Another kind of energy was electricity. In the 1870s, the electric generator was developed, which produced a current that could power machines. Edison the Inventor During his career, Thomas Edison patented more than 1,000 inventions, including the light bulb and the phonograph. Early in his career, Edison started a research laboratory in Menlo Park, New Jersey. Most of his important inventions were developed there with the help from the researchers he employed, such as Lewis H. Latimer, an African-American inventor. Indeed, the idea of a research laboratory may have been Edison's most important invention. Bell and Marconi revolutionized communication. Other inventions, inventors helped harness electricity to transmit sounds over great distances. Alexander Graham Bell was a teacher of deaf students who invented the telephone in his spare time. He displayed the device at the Philadelphia Centennial Exposition of 1876. Italian inventor Guglielmo Marconi used theoretical discoveries about electromagnetic waves to create the first radio in 1895. This device was important because it sent messages using Morse code through the air without the use of wires. Primitive radios soon became standard equipment for ships at sea. Ford sparks the automobile industry. In the 1880s, German inventors had used gasoline to power a vehicle, the automobile. Automobile technology developed quickly, but since early cars were built by hand, they were very expensive. An American mechanic named Henry Ford decided to make cars that were affordable for most people. Ford used standardized interchangeable parts. He also built them <coughs> on an assembly line, a line of workers who each put a single piece on unfinished cars as they passed on a moving belt. Assembly line workers could put together an entire Model T in less than two hours. When Ford introduced this plain, black, reliable car in 1908, it sold for $850. As his production costs fell, fell, 
Ford lowered the price. Eventually, it dropped to less than $300. Other factories adopted Ford's ideas. By 1916, more than 3.5 million cars were traveling around on America's roads. The Wright brothers fly. Two bicycle mechanics from Dayton, Ohio, named Wilbur and Orville Wright, solved the age-old riddle of flight. On December 17, 1903, they flew a gasoline-powered flying machine at Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. The longest flight lasted only 59 seconds, but it started the aircraft industry. New Ideas in Medicine As you learned in Chapter 6, earlier centuries had established the scientific method. Now this method brought new insights into nature as well as practical results. The Germ Theory of Disease An important breakthrough in the history of medicine was the germ theory of disease. It was developed by French chemist Louis Pasteur in the mid-1800s. While examining the fermentation process of alcohol, Pasteur discovered that it was caused by microscopic organisms he called bacteria. He also learned that heat killed bacteria. This led him to develop the process of pasteurization to get, kill germs in liquids such as milk. Soon it became clear to Pasteur and others that bacteria also caused disease. Joseph Lister, a British surgeon, read about Pasteur's work. He thought germs might explain why half of surgical patients died of infections. In 1865, he ordered that his surgical wards be kept spotlessly clean. He insisted that wounds be washed in antiseptics or germ-killing liquids. As a result, 85% of Lister's patients survived. Other hospitals adopted Lister's methods. Public officials, too, began to understand that cleanliness helped prevent the spread of disease. Cities built pumping, plumbing, and sewer systems that took and took other steps to improve public health. Meanwhile, medical researchers developed vaccines or cures for such deadly disease as typhus, typhoid fever, diphtheria, and yellow fever. These advances helped people live longer, healthier lives. New Ideas in Science no scientific idea of modern times aroused more controversy than the work of English naturalist Charles Darwin. The cause of the controversy was Darwin's answer to the question that faced biologists. How can we explain the tremendous variety of plants and animals on Earth? A widely accepted answer in the 1800s was the idea of special creation. Every kind of plant and animal had been created by God at the beginning of the world and it remained the same since then. Darwin's Theory of Evolution Darwin challenged the idea of special creation. Based on his research as a naturalist on the voyage of the HMS Beagle, he developed a theory that all life forms of life, including human beings, evolved from earlier living forms that had existed millions of years ago. In 1859, Darwin published his thinking in a book titled On the Origin of Species by the Means of Natural Selection. According to the idea of natural selections, 
Populations tend to grow faster than the food supply, so must compete for food. Members of a species that survive are the most fittest or best adapted to their environment. These surviving members of a species produce offspring that share their advantages. Gradually, over many generations, the species may change. In this way, new species evolve. Darwin's idea of change through natural selection came to be called the theory of evolution. Mendel and genetics. Although Darwin said that living things passed on their variations from one generation to the next, he did not say how they did so. In 1850 and the 1860s, the Austrian monk named Gregor Mendel discovered that there is a pattern to the way that certain traits are inherited. Although his work is not widely known until the 1900s, Mendel's work began the science of genetics. Advances in Chemistry and Physics In 1803, the British chemist John Dalton theorized that all matter is made up of tiny particles called atoms. Dalton showed that elements contain only one kind of atom, which has a specific weight. Compounds, on the other hand, contain more than one atom. In 1869, Dmitry Mendeleev, a Russian chemist, organized a chart on which all known elements were arranged in order of weight from lightest to heaviness. He left gaps where he predicted that new elements would be discovered. Later, his predictions proved correct. Mendeleev's chart, the periodic table, is still used today. A husband and wife team working in Paris, Marie and Pierre Curie, discovered two of the missing elements, which they named radium and polonium. The elements were found in a mineral called pitchblende that released a powerful form of energy. In 1898, Marie Curie gave this energy the name radioactivity. In 1903, the Curies shared the Nobel Prize for Physics for their work on radioactivity. In 1911, Marie Curie won the Nobel Prize for Chemistry for the discover, discovery of radium and polonium. Physics around 1900 continued to unravel the secrets of the atom. Earlier scientists believed that the atom was the smallest particle that existed. A British physicist named Ernest Rutherford suggested that atoms were made up of yet smaller particles. Each atom, he said, had a nucle nucleus surrounded by one or more particles called electrons. Soon other physicists, such as Max Planck and Niels Bohr and Albert Einstein, were studying the structure and energy of atoms. Social sciences explore behavior. The scientific theories of the 1800s prompted scholars to study human society and behavior in a scientific way. Interest in these fields grew enormously during that century. As global expeditions produced a flood of new discoveries about ancient civilization and world cultures. This led to the development of a modern social sciences such as archaeology, anthropology, and sociology. 
An important new social science was psychology, the study of the human mind and behavior. The Russian psych, uh, psychologist Ivan Pavlov believed that human actions were often unconscious reactions to experience and they could be changed by training. Another pioneer in psychology, the Austrian doctor Sigmund Freud, also believed that the unconscious mind drives how people think and act. In Freud's view, unconscious forces such as suppressed memories, desires, and impulses shape behavior. He found a new type of therapy called psychoanalysis to deal with the psychological conflicts created by these forces. Freud's theories became very influential. However, his idea that the mind was beyond conscious control also shocked many people. The theories of Freud and Pavlov challenged the fundamental ideas of the Enlightenment, that reason was supreme. The new ideas about psychology began to shake the 19th century faith that humans could perfect themselves in society through reason. The Rise of Mass Culture In earlier periods, art, music, and the theater were enjoyed by the wealthy, this group had the money, leisure time, and education to appreciate high culture. It was not until about 1900 that people could speak of mass culture, the appeal of art, writing, music, and other forms of entertainment to a larger audience. Change produces mass culture. There were several causes for the rise of mass culture. Their effects changed the life life in Europe and North America. Notice in the chart next to the page on how working people's lives were changed by mass culture. The demand for leisure activities resulted in a variety of new pursuits for people to enjoy. People went to music, music performances, movies, and sporting events. Music halls, vaudeville, and movies. A popular leisure activity was a trip to the local music hall. On a typical evening, a music hall might offer a dozen or more different acts. It may feature singers, dancers, comedians, jugglers, magicians, and acrobats. In the United States, musical variety shows were called vaudeville. Vaudeville acts traveled from town to town, appearing at theaters. During the 1800s, Several innovators worked at trying to project moving images. One successful design came from France. Another came from Thomas Edison's laboratory. The earliest motion pictures were black and white and lasted less than a minute. By the early 1900s, filmmakers were producing the first feature films. Movies quickly became big business. By 1910, Five million Americans attended some 10,000 theaters each day. European movie industry experienced similar growth. Sports entertains millions. With time at their disposal, more people began to enjoy sports and outdoor activities. Spectator sports now became entertainment. In the United States, football and baseball soared in popularity. In Europe, the first professional soccer clubs formed and drew big crowds. Favorite English sports such as cricket spread to the British colonies of Australia, 
India, and South Africa. As a result of the growing interest in sports, the International Olympic Games began in 1896. They revived the ancient Greek tradition of holding an athletic competition every four years. Fittingly, the first modern Olympics took place in Athens, Greece, the country where the Games had originated.